Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quite a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. All right. Good morning. Good morning. This is the Outdoor Zone you're tuned into. Yeah, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all the audio media outlets out there. Um, my name is TJ Graney, and that is Beefsteak over there. Oh, yeah. I'm I was just a, looking. That half the table over there. <laughs> and Are you take, Are you saying I'm taking up half the table no, over the whole table? What? About, you're about skinny. You're about wasted away Well, now. I'm drinking this uh, bark and bark and twig uh, and green I know. I roots. told you. I, I'm just going to pretend it looks like uh, chocolate mint. Uh, chip, ch- chocolate, chip, chocolate. So you chip, think in the morning, chocolate chip. You think in the morning, I get out the gallon of of bluebell and I put it in a blender, dude. Would and that I not just... be the way to wake up every day? <laughs> and it's a shake. That's why I'm not losing weight. I guess <laughs> bluebell <I'm>... <laughs> shake. <laughs> Two scoops in there, baby. So Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here ahead of us and gets the gate open for us and gets the old pot belly stove cranked up and. Puts the foil back on the antenna, the coat, wire coat hanger. No wire coat hangers. And uh, wow. And we're going to talk some hunting and fishing today. We're going to talk uh, Cody uh, Cody Ryan fished bass what champs is he doing? yesterday on Lake Travis. Oh. And uh, he's going to be out for the next two weeks. He's on a on a two week four tournament blitz. He's going to go from he went from here to i think he's headed to arkansas or oklahoma hmm. for the uh bassmaster open and then he'll turn around from there and drive all the way back down to south texas to amistad and fish two back-to-back right. tournaments over mm-hmm. there uh for bass champ south uh so he's on a heavy run and uh, we'll talk a little bit about his day yesterday on the water uh but man, you know the when, last the last two days, the last two mornings, the more three beautiful. Mornings, if you're not up in the morning uh, early, you miss it. You are missing your yeah. your Indian spring or whatever. Uh, it's a know, pleasant surprise. I get up miracle. And, I get up and run in the mornings, and uh, uh, day before yesterday, I was like, "Oh, it's cool. I, do I need a different shirt? You oh know, my t shirt?" And then mm-hmm. I. Like, no, I'm going to just soak up this, you know. And then about 10.30 hits. Yeah, and it's so, like, eh, 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 Defcon Red, Defcon Red. You're in Texas. Don't fool yourself. A uh, a mentor, I would consider him a mentor of mine. He is now passed away. But he was like 77 years old, and he was, and I was working with him. We put in some sprinkler, a sprinkler system at church. And, uh, man, that guy just keeps working and working. I said, how can you keep in the game this long, you know, in Texas, right? I mean, just the outdoors, the heat and all that. And he said, Maya, I, I stop at 2, 2 to 2.30. I get up super early, 
just like the construction guys, right? Yeah. And you uh, you don't really work past two thirty or three o'clock, or you do something inside. You know, when we go to the ranch, we'll be going to the ranch for the boys' summer camp, oh, second week yes. of July. And you know how brutally hot that is. And I wear a t-shirt and a long sleeve uh, shirt for the sun outside yeah. the whole time. It's you know that it's all cotton. And uh, now when I go hike in the mountains and I get at altitude, uh, I switch. I don't wear <laughs> cotton. I wear other materials that, um, but uh, water is your friend. Water Absolutely. Your friend. Yep. But you gotta anyway. check your pee, check. right? Yeah, it's got to be clear. Hey, look what came in over the Dude, that came is in the, yesterday. There's your safe. If you don't know so, for for radio, yeah. it's we got to go over this a little <laughs> bit, okay, TJ? Do you want to give them the so slowdown? What what Beefsteak's doing for me, and he did this on his safe. He's got a nice tumbler driven dial sta- safe. And uh, uh, regular combo spin, reg- yeah, four. but it had five digits on Yours it. Yours is five, mine's four, but and I may do this to both my safes if I like this. If as it much works as out, it. but now he's you can you can change the uh, oh my gosh, you, you can, can change the whole mechanism out to electronics, so you can change your whole dial to a digital. Uh, Beefsteak charges a minimum fee for that. You can contact him at BeefsteakSafeService. <laughs> dot. It's, it's a new free consulting ED. thing. I don't seem to make any money, but I sure have fun doing all this stuff. You know, uh, you're so. just you're you know you're one of the smartest guys I've ever met, and some of the stuff that you come up with just blows my mind. So anyway, well, since Cody's not here, I'll take that compliment. So Thank you. If one he's of the here. one of the uh, the safe that we have at uh, KOZ World Headquarters, the girls have to get in it, and uh, and they could do the dial. Hey, the girls, man, our girls hunt, shoot, fish, kill stuff. They can open a gun safe and get a gun out of it, too, if they need. <laughs> if they have to. But, uh, but a six-digit but code just, is just a so super nice, simple man. just to punch in a little code and – and have the safe, but when but you were also showing me the back side of the safe, and uh-huh. the emergency bar that drops down if somebody smashes the the locker. The Does locker. they call it like that? See that arm sticking out? It's like a little finger that comes off the back of the mechanism. You know the deadbolt. Mm-hmm. And so if anybody tried to take a sledgehammer and punch in the uh, the round combo, or do anything to shove that through, or even try to drill it out. Then there's a bar back there that's held up by a finger that comes out on the back of that lock mechanism. So if you push it out of the way, kablam, it automatically locks down with a bar and you can't get it out. Yeah. I mean, there's no combo that's going to get that out. I've just, so I went through when I was dealing with that estate uh, last year, whenever it was, Mm -hmm. and they had uh, four combination locks that nobody had uh and so i had to get the locksmith to come out there yeah did he drill out a little hole yeah he did the whole thing drilled out Mm -hmm. a hole he did one where he was watching the tumblers and it you know it it ruined the locks on a couple of them because he said now we're not going to be able to recover this one because some of them you can't Mm -hmm. and some of them you can and you can plug it and Mm -hmm. you know you can keep going uh, but it was really interesting to watch him work, and the one that in the that's in the office that you're going to yeah. do that with. Um, we bought that one from the estate, and uh, and he called the uh, manufacturer, and because he is, you know, certified yeah, number right. blah 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 blah, they gave him the combination. Yeah, right. That's one thing about getting certified. That's what I don't know. I don't want to take on another, pro, you know, over <laughs> another hobby lifestyle. But, man, it was it's, it's cool stuff, I think. I'm just so intrigued by it. I just, uh, I, if and it works, and I'm guessing it. If it works, okay. Well, well I'm guessing we'll it's. We'll see. I'm get, well, I mean, it's just completely, I've never thought about that idea. Right. We're just going to switch over from a tumbler to 
to electronic lock. There's so many cool things. Well, one is I would do things differently from my first one that I did. I did not think it was necessary to have a light. Uh-huh. And because nothing else I've ever had has had a light before. Right. But I found out that I added that one. Remember I talked about it last uh-huh. week where the little LED thing that magnetized right. red LEDs that go over the top. Well, now they got them. So yours is built in automatically. <laughs> so when you push the little buttons, you start, you get the red dot up the top. And you, so, can, you have a little light, little light button here. Oh yeah. And if you hit that, or if you hit any number, you start in the corner, then uh, at night it'll light uh, Do I get to pick the up. combination? Yes, you do. Or you can. One guy told me uh, told me a, a story, the safe cracker guy that I got to know that uh-huh. kind of helped me in this, you know, whole right. thing. I don't know why, but he seemed to like me, uh, and he just well, he must kept have giving been me a, info. A brainiac, and he just no, I did, I did, you know, if you do your research and you ask um, intelligent questions to people, like how to further, just like if I ask you about outdoor stuff or Cody about fishing, if I just said, how do you catch fish? You know, he would be like, oh, man, come on, get out of here. But if you said, hey, what about this, this, and this? Which one do you prefer? What right. do you think? And you, you were intelligent, then he would add to, he would add value to that because that's a good conversation. I think that's what people need to do is, uh, you know, bone up a little bit on it, then find a mentor and talk to him. But to me, it's super interesting. Anyways, his story was that he was an academy and this person didn't want to buy uh, the safe unless they could get into it. They wanted to look inside, and the manager's like, I don't know. I have no idea. So he just walked over there. He just happened to be. He he overheard it, right? And so he's walking by that aisle, and he overhears, and he said, I didn't say a word. All I did was walk over there, didn't even make eye contact, and went beep. And the standard code is one, two, three, four, five, six pounds, you know? And so he just went over there and went beep, 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 dink, Unlocked it, opened it, and walked away. And they're like, oh, who is that? <laughs> and so, he was wearing a black shirt, black gloves. <laughs> so I told I told one guy that, that you know. I'm not going to say his name, but he goes, yeah, how'd you know my combination? <laughs> <laughs> so he's left it at the mat, you know, what the original comes from. They're almost all one, two, three, four, five, six. Or six, five, four, three, two, one. That that's well, that the makes master. complete sense. Well, they come that way, right? Yeah. So everybody, and then you're supposed to reprogram it, right? TJ. <laughs> and oh, so anyways, when we get this on this week, you're going to learn all about it. But there's, uh, this is a really cool brand. Maybe we should talk about it. But there's a whole idea of uh, battery use, you know, because it takes a nine volt battery, right? And the idea is that you, with your lock mechanism, the deadbolt that goes down and up. This one right here, instead of driving it up every time and driving it down, which uses the battery a lot, for the up motion, it's spring-loaded with titanium um, titanium springs in there. So what you're really doing is you're just, the, the when you punch in the code, you're just unlocking the little, the little bar on the side of it, and it snaps up. So... And then so that this has been a wonderful conversation <laughs> for Locksmith and 101. And uh, sorry, TJ, I got so you down you in the So you can take, if you have a gun safe and you have the old style, which I would say it's old style, and I've been against the digital. I thought, you know what, I want the old, old trusty old combo. And um, But I've but, learned to love them, man. The but I'm getting, a, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm um, getting, I'm getting transferring transferring <laughs> my thought. You'll process be a believer, yeah, believer. after this. I'm becoming a believer, but we'll see. So you can do that if you have one of those safes, and you can order all the parts online. And Beefsteak's done it. And uh, shoot him an email. Go to the uh, Facebook page, and he'll uh, reply to you on on uh, what he's doing, how he found that information. Just if you're thinking about that, if you. Got a safe around. You want to change it up a little bit, make it a little bit easier on yourself. Um, hey, we're going to talk a whole lot about hunting and fishing. We got a bunch of interesting stuff. Oh my gosh! And guns when the next. I mean, when it comes around, right? We're going to talk about guns too. Yes, uh, the whole um, the whole uh, lake system, river system, waterways around this town and everywhere else 
it's insanity. Insanity. We'll talk about that we're, on the we're flip side. We're back to the pre-COVID traffic now. Worse. Buddy. McBride's Guns, though, I tell you what, uh, they're an Austin-owned, family-owned, and operated local full-service firearm dealer. They have a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, and modify your firearms. If you're looking for any youth model rifles or shotguns, go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice, McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years. Quarter 30th and Lamar, call them at 512-472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com because McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. All right, we'll take a break and come back on the flip side. We're going to talk a little bit about the insanity on the water in Central Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, only one place, the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show in, in Texas, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays, 7 to 9. Or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Drive forward into summer at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. It's road trip season, and we have the perfect vehicle for your next adventure at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealership in Central Texas. And save yourself some bucks with over $11,000 off MSRP on 2020 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab. That's a new award-winning Ram with more best-in-class features like a 12-inch touch screen and additional rear seating for less. We want to do whatever it takes to get you into into a great deal on a new Ram, and we appreciate the trust you place in us at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. So, uh, man, I drove... Uh, so Cody Fish, the Bass Champs, mm-hmm. and I took my daughter-in-law and my precious, incredibly beautiful and smart granddaughter. <laughs> wow, she's two now? and she's one and a half, and she's already <laughs> rules the roost. Uh, anyway, took Where'd them. Where'd you take them? I took them out to meet uh, Cody because they were leaving going north to the Bass uh, Bassmaster event and so i was just dropping yeah i just met him dropped him off and uh and it was crazy and but we had to go across the 360 bridge yeah and from the mall side Mm -hmm. leading up to the 360 bridge i bet it was i bet you there was 50 boats boat trucks and trailers on each side on the there's on the side only two ramps right there's one on each side right but there was, there was, on the side of the road parked. You know, they launched yep. their boat and then had to have a place to park, all the way down. The to the I mean, it was. And then you look over, we go across the bridge. You look over both sides, and it was just. And I talked to Cody, and he said, "Nuts, <laughs> nuts." He was Absolutely. fishing in between skiers. And he stuff. said, "He he said I did really good until the very end." And then I had a guy almost run into us wide open in a pontoon boat. And when we went by him, I had to swerve. He said I had to swerve around him. He never saw us. He was looking down at his phone. Oh, my. And then at 830 in the morning, they're running up the lake. You know, it's still relatively peaceful at 830 in the morning. They're running up the lake, uh, full plane, and they see something in the water. In the middle of the lake, Lake Travis. Okay. And they're hauling butt, hauling butt. Thinking it's a stump or, or I mean, a yeah, piece or just, of wood or something. Just something floating in the water, yeah. you know, and they go kind of curve around it a little bit and they look over and they go, they pass it at 30 yards. And it's a guy in a wetsuit, face down in the water, swimming. So some kind of marathon swimming thing or something he's doing. 
in the middle of Lake Travis. I thought they had to have some kind of a flag or at least a, you know, something sticking up on a snorkel. Cody oh said, gosh. Cody said, him and his partner, they looked at each other and they said, he's going to die out here. Wouldn't you hate to do, wouldn't you like to hate and, to be and, that? And he said that what's going to happen is somebody's going to not see him. And he's over. not going to be able to avoid it. His face right. is down in the water. He's swimming. You can't keep a 360 when you're swimming like that. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be, somebody's going to go run over him, you know, like, hey, boom, boom. What Man. was that? Yeah. Oh, it was a log. And it's not, yeah. and it's not, and, and Cody said, and my heart goes out to the guy who runs over him. Yeah. Not for that idiot, because that guy's going to have to live with the fact that he ran over somebody. And yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you just, it's just insanity. It's like uh, the other day, I was on some small back road where you could just barely get two cars on it, you know, and people are flying down the road out, mm -hmm. in the, you know, and there's guys on bikes. Yeah. Riding <laughs> down there, and you can't hardly get around them, you know, and, uh, you know, and they get angry at you if you get too close to them. But why are you on that road? That's a you good know. I, debate, so I just you know? I, I get frustrated with people not using their brains. You know, I don't. If, if you're a bike, you're yeah. You you have a you deserve a cyclist. Yes. Whatever you you get yeah you deserve safety and you know but you don't own that road any more than anybody else and you i would say and less. if you're picking a dangerous road to ride on that's your gig man to me it's if it's not if it doesn't carry a license plate then it doesn't have the right to me in the road i know i could get if we had angry callers going and that would I don't think the cyclists are the guys are going to call. Well, they, call us they, anyway. those are the guys. I mean, they just need to. They just need to. And I, you know, and I, and, and I had, said that I've because had some bad experiences yeah. with them before, and I've told that story. But uh, you know, I just if you're a boater, and and this is Cody's big rant. You know, you should have a license to operate a boat. Yeah. And if you don't have a license on a bike, you're not paying for that road. Please. Please go where we, as you know, who has the right of way? Yes. We uh -huh. have paid for roads like the Veloway and places to have in Slaughter Lane, where you have that riding yeah. spot. You have lanes for you guys, and well, it's just dangerous. And now uh, it, on the lakes right now, it's just crazy. So, yeah, safety, you know, just like gun safety and all that. I think there's boat safety you should take. You should have to do, like we do Hunter's Ed. Right. I think you should have boat hunt or boat certification. And they and have safety. it. Oh, they do. Yeah. And it's online. It's really good, actually. It's a very well done, interactive. You can see, you know, it has little animations of things that can happen and what you should do and which side the pylons and what the pylon colors mean. Right. And, all that, but I mean, it's just a nightmare of mine when I'm out on the boat thinking, man, I close my eyes and I just think prop safety. You know, close your eyes while you're out on the boat. Please. No, don't be that guy. No, no, uh, no. Check my email. But uh, you just envision you're going, man. I want to, I want to keep everybody so safe. You know, because there's prop well, safety. Well, but not right? everybody and, thinks that way. And then you know, you throw in a can of beer or two, and that people start things to, up a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, and and um. You know, have a boat sales has gone off. We talked oh, yeah. about it last week. Boat sales gone off the chain. Uh, you can't find a boat, a bike. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's all these. Uh, we got toilet paper now. You can't find a little swimming pool for Isn't the kids. That crazy. And people are back to. I mean, if this economy doesn't roar back from you know just the outdoor stuff that's being sold fishing rods fishing gear tennis shoes i think I mean, it's good i'm just i hey I, i'm i think it's good for fan. the yeah it's like when you go on one of those crash diets and you here we go and and you uh ha, <laughs> and you you've restricted calories for so long you overcompensate and i think everybody's like overcompensating right now and I like it. It's a good thing. If you're going to indulge, indulge in the outdoors. Absolutely. Gosh, do something healthy. I think they've been locked up so long now they're just – and you still have the naysayers out there, you know, that are 
trying to keep people spiking, in. Spiking, spiking up. Yeah, you're not. I'm not going to say much. About you're not going to get. Uh, people are just. They're done hearing that stuff. You know, they've watched all the protesters out there, just everywhere, and and nobody saying anything to them. So people are saying, <laughs> okay, this isn't. You're not making any sense. And and what hurts my feelings is the businesses that are still having. You know, that have have struggled through this mm-hmm. and um and a lot of them aren't making it or you know it's just been a train now we were at shore raw bar and grill the other uh again this yeah. weekend really <laughs> yeah i didn't get our, that call i didn't get a text oh, or calling nothing man. but it was packed you know i mean it, it, make a reservation if good you want to go good and for so i'm glad to see that stuff coming back uh one of the things that I, I love is pond fishing, perch jerking, taking your oh, kids yeah. out. So, yeah, we're huge fans of getting your kids outside, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to have a whole bunch of stuff to get a kid outside and get him on some perch. No. You can go to Lake Travis, just about any place you can get down to the water, uh, any Lake Austin, any of those places. Any Even can, ponds around Buda? Any place A's, you can. Canada. Yeah, there's there's some. If you go on Texas Parks and Wildlife, that you can find the local ponds. Yeah. And, uh, and perch jerking is just so much fun for the kids. You just need some bread or a, or a, a box of worms you can get at Cabela's or Academy. And you don't need much of a worm either. Yeah, and the only thing that I would say is... Do not buy a Snoopy or a Snow Princess fishing rod or reel. Don't get them a baitcaster either, but, you know. No, get them a, like a Zebco 300 or, or 202. It's something that's got that's got a little bit of uh, quality to it uh, because I'm, nothing more frustrating than the I rod to, not working. I wanted to pass on a, uh, a big tip I got. If you have a first-time fisher out there, little guy, if you put on a double-sized big bobber, those perch, they'll grab onto it, and they'll try to take it down, and the bobber will set the hook because when it goes under, it's displacing so much, you know, water. So a bigger bobber. It'll pop, and that way they learn a little bit. It isn't as difficult, and they catch those, and oh, my gosh. Even little two-year-olds can do that. If you're a recreational archery shooter or interested in archery, there's only one bow shop in Central Texas that has the gear and knows the bows. That's Archery Country. The the staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation every day at Archery Country, 8121 Research Boulevard, or just go to Austin archerycountry.com austin archerycountry.com all right we'll take a break when we come back on the flip side we got news of the weird and you won't want to miss that because it is weird uh right here at the outdoor zone radio network or 24 7 365 at the outdoor zone.com Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor show on radio. Each week, we're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store, fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page at the Outdoor Zone uh, and theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, regulators, this is Beefsteak. You know, I uh, sometimes don't have very simple topics, but if you want to shop simple and get where you're going in a Honda with affordability and safety for Honda Sensing, could you be envious? Don't be. See all the savings and selection at your Central Texas Honda dealers. Just go online at centraltexashondadealers.com. All right. Now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. 
People visiting a South Carolina island where a woman was killed by an alligator last month have recently reported more unusual sightings of the animals. A couple of -of out-of-place alligators were spotted on Kiwanis Islands this week, including an 8-foot animal near Kiwanis Island Golf Resort on Tuesday, according to a report from the state. A video posted to Facebook showed a trio of men rounding up an alligator, apparently to help move the animal. The publication reported a... uh, or the information they reported a juvenile alligator was spotted in a different location three days earlier. As previously reported by Fox News, a 58-year-old woman on Kiwanis Island died last month after an, al- after an alligator dragged her into a pond. Didn't that have something to do with her on a dog with a leash? <laughs> did it? I thought it did, yeah. But go ahead. Well, I, just I think mean, that's you bait. hear, you know, it's like fishing. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, you you I'm don't sorry, think about it, but you get on those, uh, you get near those ponds and stuff, and a lot of people don't pay attention or or don't think about these allig- alligators. Right. Um, it has been speculated that alligators started venturing out into unfamiliar places because of the coronavirus pandemic. As social distancing and lockdown guidelines saw people sheltering in homes. I don't know what that has to do with it, but... What, they have less snacks along the... (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it is? But, uh, well, no, I I just think it's... I just thought it was awesome because they just blamed it on coronavirus. But, uh, you know, people, people don't really understand or get just how much or how dangerous or how tricky an alligator can be you know they don't they don't give them credit for and i've seen them on in ranch stock ponds really on you know three thousand acre ranch and there's a stock pond in the middle of it and there's an alligator in it somebody had to put that in no 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 they'll they'll walk and and for miles they just figure stuff out like they find water huh I mean, I, uh, the some of the stuff that I've read about it, you know, and some of the guys I've talked to is that yeah, they'll go, they'll find water, and it's it's crazy. Um, then I saw another one. Uh, I saw when I was looking at all this alligator stuff. I saw another one where a dad, a Georgia dad, took his daughter out and uh, killed a fourteen footer, seven hundred pounds. So they got their alligator permit, went out and killed an alligator. And I've done some alligator uh, hunting before, and basically the we were down in uh, southeast Texas. Of course, of yeah. course, yeah. And um, we set up the sticks. There's like these cane poles that go over the water. Did you put a chicken on it or something? Yeah, you put a big chunk of chicken on it, uh-huh. and it's got a a rope on it um it, you know it's like a high density so it's hanging area. down right above the water right, right? well d- depending on how big the alligator is that you're going after is how high you hang it uh-huh. a small alligator can get them if it's just right over the water you have it up a little bit and they kind of come up for it okay that's a bigger one that's cool and so we had a bunch of chicken out and then you know you take the night and you go eat seafood somewhere <laughs> eat a fried seafood platter somewhere mm-hmm. you go back in the next morning and you check them and uh you know you'll see them down they'll have pulled them the off and, down, and uh, they have huge hook in them and uh man you go and you pull on that rope and and it's the fight starts there and you finally get them up on shore and then what we did was um we had a gun manufacturer and so we were you know, using the pistols to um, do an article. Or oh, two. okay. And so we pull them up on shore, and you just pop them behind the yeah, eyeball, and uh, right and up then, on the top of the head, right? Yeah, and then you take them, and in that area during the season, you take them to a processor, and there's just people there just <laughs> dropping off. You know, it's just like a deer, like, like waiting a, in line, huh? Yeah. Like a, like a like deer bug stop. Yeah. Like a deer processing place and you can drop it off and, uh, you can either like 
you can order like boots or anything from the skin or just get the skin back. Yeah. And you can do it right then and there. Uh, or you can just drop it off, they weigh it, and then you can get prepackaged meat that's vacuum packed and just take the meat with you. Um, if I was to do it again, I've told myself that I would just process it myself. Really? Yeah. I would just cut it. And right there in the back of your truck or what? Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> but, I mean, there is a ton of meat on a decent-sized alligator. I've seen it on TV, those swamp guys. You know, we, we watched that for a little while. We saw a uh, – I saw a um, – I saw something on Facebook the other day where it was uh, – some guys had some smaller alligators, you know, maybe three foot, and they had mm -hmm. them on the smoker, but they had the head on them. Oh, yeah. And they'd left the feet on them, so it was like a whole alligator. Like a skin, hog or except something. for the head, yeah. And, oh, Lord, that looked good. <laughs> that looked like some good groceries. You know, I'd, I've never really, uh, I've had alligator bits, you know, from like Hudson's Bend, but I've never, I've never done that. So did you just, did you do any of cut anything off did you cook it i mean right there no right we just there. i just got my packages of meat okay went on well, down the road with that's it that's kind of cool but, but I, i'd like to do it again i'd like to do it again i'd like to go back down and do it again just because i'd like to collect the uh the meat the groceries right and what about you know the big skin would you do like just the head or would you do the whole skin and, and put you it know on what that's another thing is you can buy uh you can buy tons of um, – they they have all these skulls that you can buy a skull or, uh, you know, they got little alligator heads and, mm -hmm. claw. you know, all the, you know, claw and a stick and all that stuff. I'm sure they get pounded by PETA and all those guys. <laughs> but, man, you get down there and, and you try and – you know, PETA doesn't mess with those guys too much. Because they'll, right. they'll end up out in the swamp somewhere and never be seen again. <laughs> like the Tiger King, that lady who fed her husband to the tigers, you know. Supposedly, right? Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, come on. Come on. So that's what you think, huh? I see that all over. I, I You know, I have not watched one episode of it. Just like Don't never, watch it. I've never seen Star Wars because everybody started watching. I was like, nope, I'm not going to do it. Same way with Tiger King. People were talking to him. Nope, not going to do it. Not going to go there. So you'll have to bring me up to speed. Well, you know, it's amazing to me that, you know, these channels that were, you know, uh, that to me seemed like they were almost liberal-leaning, like history channel and all that stuff. Yeah. They latched on to stuff like swamp people and stuff like that, uh -huh. and they blew up. Well, That's just like weird. Doug Dynasty and, and those guys, you know. Give people what they want? What? Yeah. At, at Doug Dynasty, the, the big thing there was that they were, you know, they're faith-based mm -hmm. and they were, you know, openly faith-based. The other guys aren't so much, you know, don't talk like that. I bet you if you get them behind the scenes, though, you know, they probably love Jesus, drink a beer every once in a while, and, you know, live on a river. <laughs> you know, our buddy Tommy Thompson just got back from – he goes to East Texas, and he does like this five-day catfish on a river. They camp they on a river. jug and do – I mean, it. They stay on the incredible. river for like days and days and days, been doing it for generations, and they get hundreds of pounds of catfish, and they flay it up, and they all go home. They have, they just, I saw where they had 10 guys or I don't know, maybe not 10, but six guys all on those, uh, on, uh, tables and they were just filleting and filleting and filleting and it's bad out. And then they put, they put them in water. He told me that they put them in water, the fillets, and then they freeze the fillets inside of water in the bag in the freezer. Right. I've heard that before, that it's that better it to freeze in water. protects it because when you get that little defrost and frost action in your deep freeze, you know, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't give it burn because it never touches the outside. And so it can't burn the uh, meat. Freezer burn, that is. Well, I, uh, I, I think that it's healthy for us to uh, to promote the the harvest obviously of wild game 
and stock in your freezer. And uh, our buddy Dan Cook mm -hmm. from West Virginia comes down every year and hunts deer. And he was just down. He just sent me a picture this morning. Uh, he took his boys, took brought some boys down, his son. and Up and to Dallas area, right? North Texas? Uh, I don't think it was North Texas. I think it was East Texas. Oh, okay. Any, it was an outfitter. He was at uh, White Oak Outfitters. White Oak Outfitters. Was it in Pleasanton or something I like that? I don't know. You'd have to look it up. But like, they were on the hogs, killed a bunch of hogs, took a bunch of hog meat. I back. saw him with a picture of a he handgun. A handgun. They were shooting hogs with a handgun, right? That's uh he's just wild that's man. That's good stuff. He's a he's a West Virginia wild man and he just loves to Now he got hooked on pig hunting when he came down the first time, right, for KOZ? And oh, they went hog hunting? He's hooked on hog hunting, deer hunting, it doesn't matter hunting. No, I meant down here though, you know, that's he came down to shoot some hogs. Sure, raw, bar and grill. Man, we were back out there again this week and I'll tell you what. This is uh, this is the third time I've been there in the last month, and I, I go every time I go, I get a dozen of the Gulf oysters. Now they got like five or six or ten different kinds of oysters. Um, they won't, they don't bring them in if they're not fresh. Uh. And boy, I'll tell you what, our Texas Gulf oysters are big, fat, and happy right now. <laughs> and the other thing I love, and you can re to me, this really says something about. Whether these people understand what they're serving or not, seafood people, their horseradish is fresh. That's a big deal. Because I like... And it's not creamy. I, no, no. No. No, no. I oh. drop a little horseradish on there and a little bit, and they have some different kinds of red oh, sauces. Man, you're making me hungry right Lord now. And you know what Cody had? Mm. He had the lobster roll Well, in I, honor of you. <laughs> That's why he said that. that. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> Shore Raw Bar and Grill, so serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, Mexico. Want to encourage you, man, if you want to do a great date night or go with some buddies and go have some great food, uh, check out Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Um, they have all the fresh foods. They have a patio out there that we sit on the patio every time we go, and we just love it. Um, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder got to see both them boys out there when we were out there this week. Um, go see our friends over there at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, hottest new restaurant in Austin, Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyan Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for details. All right, Game Warden Field Notes coming up next. It's the Outdoor Zone Radio Show, number one outdoor show on radio. Coming to you live from the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right. Welcome back, regulators. Drive into summer by shopping hundreds of new Arcadias for thousands less at Nile Maxwell GMC. Or shop hundreds of other new GMCs like the Terrain or the Yukon, both of which come with thousands in savings and are ready for your next summer road trip, which seems like everybody's yep. doing it. Yep. Better jump in that new vehicle. Remember, you can shop us online anytime at NileMaxwellGMC.com. We're going to make the buy, make buying a vehicle or scheduling service as easy as possible. Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock, online at NileMaxwellGMC.com. Now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. <laughs> These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Okay, Beefsteak, read the next Game Warden Field Notes. What's up with that? 
A Houston and a Trinity County game warden patrolled the Trinity County for fishing violations when they approached a man in a boat who appeared to have casually thrown something into the water. Upon seeing him, wardens contacted the boat and asked the man what he threw. He denied having thrown anything into the water, but one of the wardens recognized him from years ago when he had been caught shock fishing. Uh-oh. The man eventually. <laughs> Have you ever been shock fishing? No, we won't. I'm not. Don't answer that, TJ. The man eventually said that he threw a small fish back in the water, but it was clearly determined by wardens to be wires. Oh no! Wardens located the shocker still running inside the battery box while one of the wardens was attempting to open the box. The man said that if the box. Uh, was that hard to get into? The shocker probably wasn't in there. <laughs> if the box is that hard to open, probably no shocker in there, sir. I should have read it in that voice, you know, at the end there. Um, uh, man, it just, you can go well, on and I on about so, As you always end it, several cases have been filed and evidence was seized. So what got they me do thinking, with all that I've evidence. never done shock fishing, but I have seen shock, uh, shock uh, when they're checking a lake to right. find out what the population. So Bob Lusk, our buddy at Pond Boss, and you know they've watched those guys, Parks and Wildlife. Um, those guys do that kind of stuff. It's really, really cool. Matter of fact, I want to. I need to get with Parks and Wildlife and see if. Um, they'll come out and shock the lake that, at summer camp this year. Oh, I thought you meant your pond. I thought were... <laughs> I, you know what? I probably need to shock my pond just to figure out. You need to call a game warden and have him help you do it. And come out there and go, hey, will you help me do this? I you think know? all you do is just throw a hair dryer in there, right? <laughs> Plug it in, just throw it in when there. When you get done drying your hair, you just toss it in on the corner and that's it so and you know it got me thinking about uh it got me thinking about i saw another i think we reported on this last week but there was uh or maybe i just saw it in the news feed there was a, a guy that was busted for spear fishing uh, the river and he was um he is was, that bad i didn't know you well do you that. can't spear fish game fish huh I know it's kind of weird because they just so yeah. offshore it's okay, but you're saying you can't just grab you a cannot, spear gun and no, you cannot gig or spear fish like trout bass or bass, and, yeah, and catfish and stuff like that. It's against the rules. Huh? I know it's kind of a strange one. I'm sure they've got a reason for it, but uh, and there was a lot of controversy in the. In the news feed, where people were commenting on it, you know, like that's the fun What's part. What's the difference read. between you know this and that and the like, other? Uh, and, and then the, shooting, right? Yeah. And then other people were, you know, there people pounding on the game game warden, and then other people were, you know, saying, "Yeah, job well done." But the deal is, know the laws, and if you break the law, you know, ignorance is no excuse, and. Um, Anyway, I, and so it's got just got me thinking about different ways to hunt and fish, different ways that people hunt and fish, and uh, spear spear you know gigging and uh, like CJ, my soon to be son in law, he they go out frog gigging all the time. That is a fun game. Yeah, uh, I, I as long think, as you got mosquito repellent, well, or something you got to think about snakes too because they see a ton of snakes when they're doing it because they're doing all farm ponds. And uh, Man. and then I remember there was that that guy that was all the rage on video for a while that was uh, hunting with spears, uh, mostly hogs. Like he'd get jumping out of a tree, and yeah, or yeah. he'd sit up in a tree, you know, and he'd put corn all around him, and then they'd come under him, and he'd just, <laughs> just, rah, just like we're gonna ride him crazy, he'd just come down well, right he'd through the heart. Just drop it, you know. He had those super and. And then I mean, there's some other guys. That Super have, heavy, yeah. Yeah, there's some other guys that have done some spear hunting and stuff like that that I've seen uh, videos of that, you know, are custom. Yeah. And then uh, I've seen some uh, some guys use uh, bows. They bird hunt with bows. I have not seen that before. I saw a guy hit an aspirin in the air. 
Yeah. At one of those uh, outdoor shows. That was pretty cool. Well, and, and there's been a, a, a few guys. There's some videos online. Guys birding, bird hunting with a bow. Now, you know, I'd probably lose a – and they're using, you know, a traditional bow, obviously. And you have to be really careful about where you're, where you're doing that yeah, at. Yeah, my got arrows going everywhere. <laughs> and they're not going through birds. No. Uh, blow darts. So – I I first thing when I, you said that that popped in my head was just like you raising those uh, those frogs that have you know the poison that comes out of them and uh-huh. trying to st- put it on the end of a little needle <laughs> and to put it in the dart and you know like they use those African well, tribes I, use you know to knock them out or I've, neutralize I've them. I've seen some heard some stories about boys who have acquired <laughs> blow guns at you got little fingers little quote store. marks going up right now yeah i'm trying <laughs> I've to heard discre- about a friend that's discre- a friend yeah trying to use discretion and you know and they've gone out and used them to, to well you know things. if you don't mind me rounding up the game warden field notes you said it's important to understand what they are and uh this year i think they just came out with the new uh, manual and it's going to be online yep they don't have a sponsor for the printed version and so mm-hmm. it's going to be all online which is a drag because i really like having them in hand i did but they are going to for the uh, hunter's head deep people yeah they, they will have, have them in class but that's the only other way so you're gonna have to download that app it's safe it's cool it's hey, nice farmranchstore.com we want to tell you about our buddies if you are a landowner Big, small, uh, huge ranches or just your small little uh, private little getaway. Um, You need to know farmranchstore.com. They've got uh, boar buster hog traps. you got to go online and just watch the videos on their boar buster hog traps. they got uh, stay tough tools for uh, stay tough fencing and all the gear, whether it's uh, horses, sheep, goats, or wildlife. They've got all the fencing gear. they got horse stalls, round pens, corrals. Dog kennels, fly control, anything you need if you're a landowner. FarmRanchStore.com, where the landowner goes to get their work done. All right, hey, when we come back on the flip side, we're going to get a report on the coast down in Rockport. It's crazy nutty down there. We're going to hear about the fishing and what's going on down there and more. Uh, we got your... Um, Peter report coming up, which is a good one too. That's always all that fun. and more in the second hour. Just stick with us. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 247 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.